It's the Breaking Atoms podcast where we break things down to the very last compound. My name is Summit, aka the failed Homo sapien. And my name is Chris Mitchell, aka the actual factual. Okay, so this is um, slightly a detour from our regular scheduled program. Um, this is an episode with me and Chris, and just me and Chris. First time we've done this for a while, and I know Chris has been bugging me to do this. I'm like, yo, um, no, now nah, I don't want to talk to you. I talk to you too much, and blah, blah. I make all these excuses up. Um, but we were supposed to have an interview that hasn't happened, so we decided to do this off the fly. So it's on the fly. If you get mad at us because we missed this person out or fax this or you come at the actual factual, please understand all of this is off the dome. This is KRS One. If KRS One was to do a podcast, this is what it would sound I like. like. That. I like that. Okay. I, like I always that. use KRS One and Jadakiss as my reference points, but we are doing this. Okay. So we were talking off air, me and Chris. Hello, Chris. How are you doing? Greetings. I just wanted to say, right, I've only realized just how dark my lighting is in my in my um my spare room i need to buy a bulb for my lamp so what i'm gonna do is i'm I'm going to um you know what before before we venture into this episode that we don't know what we're talking about so we're just gonna go there um i'm gonna buy you a ring light and then i'm going to send you a box package like i have to box this up with all the stuff that i i need to give you like the mugs you know wedding present like i still have this at my crib because i'm gonna when i see him i'll give this to him allow it man so i was i I was gonna say i need a reasonable doubt t-shirt man I need to give you. Imagine I don't queen. have. I don't even have my own merch, bruv. <laughs> Imagine, <need> bro. To... <laughs> That's disgusting <laughs> behavior. That's disgusting. That's it's, wild. It's, I have it at home, packed, and it says for Chris. Nah, man, you sold it. You sold it. You sold nah, it. I did. I did. I did. I did. Listen, sold it. And you went to the market and that. We'll talk about that too. Okay. Um, but um, but no, I need to send you a big box, like a care package of everything, because there's stuff I still have that I need to give you. That because I haven't seen you in almost two years. Yeah, that's disgusting. I'm actually gonna pull up. Um, saying early next year, but COVID in it. Yeah, forget it, forget it. Well, yeah, I'll, no I'll have to make a. I'll venture into 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 the parts unknown. Please do. Um, so, um, we're talk- We were talking off air, and um, the new Stally and Apollo Brown project is out. Yes, it is. And Chris said to me, at what point do we have the conversation that Apollo Brown is, you know, in the conversation as one of the greats of all time? And I said, absolutely. Why shouldn't it be a conversation? Because if you think about his range, his projects, the people he's worked with, um, it's been, what, 10, 12 years he's been in the game, maybe longer? So Apollo's been producing for longer than that. Yes, yes. He came on my radar when he signed to Mellow and put out the Reset album, which I think was early 2010, late 2009. Right, okay. So that's when he came on my radar, but I know he had some instrumental projects before that, so he had that's Skill right. Trade and yep. Make Do. Yes, he did, he did, he that. did. And he, he was also part of the Wise Men with Bronze Nazareth. Wow. They were in a yes. group together, yes. So yes. He's, he's been around for a minute. Can you imagine that we've spoken to both Apollo Brown and you spoke to Bronze Nazareth? That's a different story. I mean, my screen cracked as he came as yeah that bronze was that was hilarious that was bronze, hilarious as bronze nazareth comes up so i wasn't at home at that time i wasn't at the crib so i'm set on a bed and i moved 
and the side of my shore mic hit the screen and it just cracked and I couldn't see anything. So I could hear you, but I couldn't see anything. So I couldn't... That's some Jeremy Beadle thing, bro. Anyway, so Apollo Brown. So Apollo Brown okay. has been around okay. for, for a long time. He's definitely been producing for a long time. But I just love the fact that, you know, if you look at even like Daily Bread, right through to Clouds, right through to Anchovies, you know, this, the his range is incredible. And I love what mm-hmm. I love about Apollo Brown is... And this is what we got from him when we spoke to him, which is he's very particular about who he works with. Very. And I think that's a testament because he understands how good he is. Yep. Yep. Apollo, bro, I'm not a producer. Mm -hmm. And I've had this discussion with so many of my producer friends. Like I've had borderline heated debates, T1, K9. They talk from a producer's perspective, from the skill level. They're like, you know, they prefer the people who are, I would say more virtuoso with the production. So, you know, your Raphael Sadiqs, your, right. your alchemists. Yeah. Um, with, with, with me, I go with feeling. It's about how the music makes me feel. Mm-hmm. And when I listen to Apollo Brown, he has soundtracked for me the range of, of, of human emotions that I feel. Right. So with this new Styley album, when I listen to Humble Wins, mm. Humble Wins is my song of the year. Not so much because it's, it's like the best song ever made, but it just sums up the year that we have had. Like, I feel like a superhero when I listen to that song. Right, right, right. And he has a way of just, just picking the, he's got such a, a great ear for samples, man. He does. Like, and I like the fact that I can imagine, it's almost like a mechanic. You've got your toolbox right. and you've got all your different range of tools and you know which tool is needed for which type of job. You mm-hmm. know, some mm-hmm. people or some producers, they have all the equipment, they got MPC over here. They got SP twelve hundred over here. But then you got someone like a Madlib who just have an iPad, yeah, and make something incredible. Like Apollo Brown reminds me of that type of producer. He yeah. knows his tools. He does. He and he knows them very well. And it's not the it's not the tools that you have. It's how to use them. How right? to so, use them. So bro. Ninth Wonder used to get brandished with the whole oh you know you use Fruit Loops and he's like dude it's not about what you use is how you use it. <laughs> right, right. Right. And and right. he made Grammy award winning stuff. Right. Bro, I said to K Knight. I mm. said um, we were talking about the ninth wonder drum. Yes, Ooh, you know the um, the snare that sounds like a kick, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I said to him, if I could, I would inject that drum into my veins. You see, his drum that that snare that sounds like a drum is like it's like something. So there's Apollo Brown's in this conversation too about how their sound is reminiscent of them, like Primo, like Ninth. Like mm-hmm. you, they have a signature that you know belongs to them, mm-hmm. and in a world where there are a plethora, like literally millions of producers out there from across the world, to stand out to know that is an Apollo. You know how Spike Lee would have a Spike Lee joint, mm-hmm. just the fact that Apollo Brown would have either an Apollo Brown joint, a Ninth Wonder joint. You just know it's an Apollo Brown. Like Shay Noir and Apollo Brown, as God intended, was one of my best albums of the year last year. Period. I was listening to Daddy's Girl because oh, I man. know that's your favourite song for yeah, the project. Man, and bro, there's something so addictive about that project and I can't put my finger on it. Yeah, yeah. I just can't, bro. Like, And and remember what he told us about the the um, 
the Ghostface joint, the 12 Reasons to Die, mm-hmm. how he was able to do that in the time frame mm-hmm. with not getting all the stuff, like how he did that. But you could just run his list, man. You could run from Grandeur to Sincerely Detroit to Blasphemy to, mm-hmm. I said Anchovies overnight, um, as God um, intended. Um, the Brown Sky, Study. Yeah, he done, he done, he, what's the Sky, Sky Zoo joint? The Easy, Easy, Truth. Easy Truth. Right, there's so much he's done. Like Hassan Mackie. Dice Game. You know, Dice Game. Bro, like, like I was thinking about it today, and this might sound blasphemous, pun intended to say, <laughs> but Apollo Brown's production or his album making is very similar to a Bret Hart match. Okay. Go and let me tell you go, why. Go, Bret go. Hart was never flashy. Right. You know, Shawn Michaels was the showman. Shawn Michaels was the one who did the backflips, right. the super kicks. Bret Hart was leg drop and elbow. Technical. He was all, yeah, he was all about the storytelling. When you go through the list of people that Bret Hart wrestled, all of them will say their best match was with Bret Hart. Yeah. Diesel, Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels, um, Chris Benoit, if he was here. Right. um, All of them will say that. You got to think about, uh, I was talking about range, Raheem Devon. Bro, he did an R and B album, bro. You see what I'm saying? Like, I think, I think, I think that's a really, I think the Bret Hart analogy is a really good one because one, I get it because I watched wrestling at that time. But technically speaking, what Apollo does with his production to to mirror and complement the artist is what makes the tracks exactly. It's, 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 and it's, Dice Game is is great because it's Guilty and Apollo, right? And when you look at all the artists he works with. Yeah. The project he did with them is either their best project yeah. or it's up there. Right, like, so... So Joel, that's the Bret Hart analogy. Like, Joel Ortiz is a good example. Come on now. Mona I f- Lisa. I feel like that... that And and forgive me, I haven't heard Joel's new project. It's amazing, bro. But but listen, I, I, I've known and loved Joel Ortiz for, for a very long time, you know. Um, it's funny you mention that. I always think of you. Why? When I listen to Joel Ortiz. Just because there's certain artists... If I'm introduced to a certain artist by per- by someone... Or I know that person is a big fan. Like, you know, for example, I listen to Buster Rhymes, I always hear Skillet. Right, right. <laughs> or like Rock Marcy's K9, you is Joel Ortiz and Jay Z. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, the only reason I say Joel is because I was fortunate enough um, to basically stage manage his first shows in, in the yeah, UK, I remember. right? So, so me and Tony, shout out to Tony. Tony's the, he's the plug there. But, you know, I did, I did some work with Tony, a lot of his shows. So if it was Premier, um, Low Key, um Joel Ortiz so I funnily enough was able to stage manage those shows and spent a lot of time with Joel um and crack jokes we had loads of fun and I've still got fond memories of that I got a lot of I've got a lot of raw footage and pictures of that time that I need to give to him right so you know I I spent time with him and at the time his manager was Mike Heron who's you know legendary and I worked with Big Pun Mike is Mike is Mike, man. Like you can't tell Mike shit. He is who he is, and he's incredible what he does. Um, but I recently gave him a lot of stuff. Say, hey, man, look, I've got this stuff on my hard drive because I've recently discovered a hard drive with all this stuff. I said, take it, all of it, the videos, the photos. This is this is for you. And I I've I I made a I made a toast to Joel Ortiz at a club after the London show, and I never I completely forgot I did that. And I sounds wasn't like even something, drunk. Yeah, it sounds like something. I can imagine when you're like in your forties and your fifties at the family parties. Yeah, that was on a toast. It was me. And you'd be it the was, MC and that. It was me, and it was um, my guy Raj uh, Love Soul, who has his own podcast, Raj Kasetsu Show. He he encouraged me to do a speech. I did one, and then I think after that, 
I took Joel and Shizio, my guy, and Tony was with us. And I, I, we went to a show where Tiger was performing. You know, Tiger. Okay. You know, and I introduced Tiger and Joel together. That would be that would be a collab. That would be fire. Yeah. Anyway, I've digressed because I like to show what I did back and like I've, I've become one of those guys. And you know, no, you've got to. You've got to. But anyway, but the point is, Joel Ortiz, I have a lot of affinity to. I love him mm-hmm. to bits as a person, but also as an incredible MC because I just think what uh, his, with Joel and I think Mona Lisa for me is Joel's best work. Okay. Full body of work. I haven't had the new album but with Apollo. With Apollo. It's his okay. best work, period, from top to bottom. Joel Ortiz makes great music, but from a from a solo perspective, I think that's his... Bodega, was it Bodega? To be fair, Bodega was... The Brick. But I prefer Mona Lisa, if I'm... My, my favourite Joel, and Apollo Brown executive produced it, it was a Monday. Oh, you know what? I don't think I've heard that all. Bro, uh, go know. and listen to Monday. There's a song on there. Apollo does Sip Slow which is crazy. Yeah. And same time where Joel tells the story about being behind bars. I don't know if he's talking from a personal perspective or it's just a, a made up story, but the detail. And again, Apollo Brown. Yes, he's, he's different. He's different. He's, he's it, different, bro. It's important we're having this conversation, even though I've veered off a couple of times, but it's important to have this conversation about Apollo because this podcast is about giving flowers to those who we feel should get him, whether mm-hmm. they're here or not they should get them yeah. and I think Apollo Brown is one of those people like I yeah. mean the conversation we had with him was it last year last year it was last year late last year yeah, yeah. about September October I yeah. think to have that conversation with him um, again doesn't come out very much for podcasts but for him to come out and then go hey we should you know we should do this again I, I, I really yeah you could get a feeling from him that when it comes to this music thing he really knows what he's doing he understands and I think it feels like the reason why he picks the artists that he does to work with he he, he understands them so he mm-hmm. therefore knows how to put the best body of work out so for Absolutely. me it feels like he's not only a producer or executive producer but he's A&R in the project too like he's really shaping or sequencing the project that is a different type of mind to have because he's doing like three or four jobs as one person absolutely and i think that's absolutely important. i um i was thinking today what's my favorite apollo brown project and i get stuck okay because i have an affinity you know how i feel about oc yes i'll never forget when they announced the album it was like okay your favorite rapper your favorite producer of that moment who's yeah. become one of your all-time favorites since it's like it was almost like you remember the um Capcom versus Marvel games. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like Survivor Series, those yeah. once in a lifetime matchups that you may never get again. Yeah. So my favorite Apollo Brown, I've got three. I'm going to go with Trophies. Yep. I'm going to go with Dice Game. And I'm going to go with Sincerely Detroit. So I, I'm not of a different opinion. Obviously, Trophies is high up there. Um, Mine is going to be Sincerely Detroit simply because of the legwork that's required to get all those people. Bro, 56 different artists. Right. That, you know, Khaled does it. And it's like, yo, we made a movie. Mm. Apollo Brown made an absolute movie with Sincerely Amazing, Detroit. Amazing, bro. And to, to, to weave all of those artists into one project and it to be solid no skips mm-hmm. like so hot like everything from top to bottom just like solid and it's what very- i loved about it as well is that he had the 
the more well-known artists and he paired them up with the lesser-known artists as right. well. So it was almost like this, you know, bringing the city together right. in a way. So I'm not from Detroit. No. But that album made me feel like, okay, this is this is the sound and the feel of Detroit. Well, well you know, when you think about Backbone, 365, any other songs? Jackson's, bro. Jackson's. You, what, you, what you think about Sincere Detroit, which makes it so incredible, we know it's outside of hip-hop, right? It's the Motor City, it's gritty, it's grimy, it's, you know, it's hard. You know, you know, you, you always think mm-hmm. about New York and Tim's, right? You know, you, you know, Tim's and Cardhart and all that, right? Detroit has that same kind of thing, right? And the album, Sincere Detroit, really brings that ruggedness through. Again, testament to Apollo Brown. Man, we should get Apollo Brown again. Mm-hmm. Damn, I'm like... Yeah, we should we should get him back. You know, it gasses me because we're born on the same day, innit? My June 20th, brother. I've got to say that again. Yeah, no question. That's um, right. I was just thinking now, man, the Locksmith Project, it was short and sweet. But it was it was a it was amazing. Anchovies. Bruv. Bro. Planet Asia said um I took a Uber to Laguna just to meet with the Uma. Are you mad? <laughs> like, are you are you mad? Yeah. Why do you do these things, bruv? You know when I I did my first show in France, me and Jameson, I was listening to Planet Asia, right or wrong, on repeat, on the train heading to Paris. Wow. So, um, I've been thinking about it a lot, and I'm gonna get him on, but I'm gonna have to go through a connect for that because he's not responded to my emails. But That's we're fine. gonna get him on because you are the plug. If you talk about Planet Asia's range on that album, mm-hmm. how we like different flow, everything is. I, I was I wrote that on Twitter this week because um shout out to a. Uh, to Dylan Green. Dylan Green. He That's posted um, something, you know, he, he likes anchovies, like the album. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, man, this album's crazy. And a shout out to Black Keys. He jumped in. He said, yeah, people were critical about anchovies because it didn't have drums. And I said, well, look, if you want drums from Apollo Brown, his entire catalogue minus anchovies is pretty much drums. Go and listen to that. But the reason why I think the album works is one is because Planet Asia has a variety of flows. Yes. And he also has an incredible vocabulary. Like Planet Asia says says words. Talk to me about Dalila. Was it? Um, how do you pronounce his name? Dal- Dalai Lama slang with Willie the Kid. Are you nuts? Are you nuts? Are we, we going to talk about avant garde? Are we going to talk about avant garde, bro? Are we going to talk about avant garde? Bro, <laughs> listen. You see Apollo Brown. We have to go back to Apollo Brown. I, I'm going to say this publicly. Okay. I live my life to his music. I've been listening to Apollo Brown for the last 10 to 12 years but particularly this week I've been listening to him every single day wow Apollo Brown is firmly in my top 15 producers of all time I know my top 10 I know my top 10 so let's break it down mm-hmm. let's let's go okay. let's go from 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 1 to 15 for you wow let's okay. do this so so I'll just throw names Not no particular order but let's just throw names okay. so Primo's let's definitely there right so we've got same for me Primo definitely in there we've got Rizza definitely in there same for me. Um, we've got Pete Rock. Pete Rock, of course. Um, we're going to put Eric Sermon in there. Yes. Eric Sermon. Alchemist. Yes. Um, we're putting. <sighs> Let's think about this. I, I, I put all the DITC producers so, in one because okay. I like to cheat. Because okay. <laughs> okay. I can't give four slots. Okay. So I'm going to give all of them, man, one slot. So Buckwild, Lord Finesse. So that's six. Showbiz that's six. and Diamond D. But. But, 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 if I had to yeah. pick one, I'm putting Buckwild in Okay, there. all right. 
because of the range. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Buckwild, you know, he was he was renowned for he was the producer, right? He was the. I mean, obviously, yeah. Showbiz. I love Showbiz's production. Finesse. I mean, we can't forget Finesse. Finesse is like the, we can't. But bro, it's like this is. This is sugar puffs, rice krispies, man. It depends on what you feel like on on a certain okay. day. So we got six there, right? So DRT system six, yep. Madlib. Yes. Oh no, goes. It is. Oh no, go into into that, or is it just Madlib at the moment? Oh no, for me, is in the top twenty five, okay, thirty. Fine, fine. And I know that sounds crazy, okay. but when you consider how many producers there are out there, yeah, yeah, to no, be no, top no. thirty in anything is dope. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right. So are we putting Marley Marl in there? We're going. Are we going old school? For you, yeah, we've got to. Okay. We got to. Okay, havoc. Hmm. Does Havoc go in your top? This is where I'm. We're at number eight, well, number nine right now. Havoc don't go in my top ten. Okay, fine. Okay, top twenty somewhere. You're gonna get someone. Someone's gonna come for you for that, innit? For some reason, right? Someone's. Uh, everyone needs to relax. Um. Uh. Are we putting in? I'm just thinking. Are we putting in no ID? Top thirty, definitely. Q-tip. Yes. Nine. Yes. Dilla. Dilla's there. Dilla's like number five for me. Yeah, yeah, but this this is in no yeah. particular order. No, I want, I want, I want, I want to there. I want to clarify. This is in no and, um, particular order. Large professor. Of course. I mean, that's that's your namesake, right? Right, and also DJ Quick. Quick. That's twelve. Yes. Let's talk about it. Battlecat. Doctor Dre. Battlecat. Let's talk. All right. All right. I'm just gonna reel off names. Thirteen. We're Let's thirteen go. now. We're at thirteen now. So. All right. I'm just gonna go. Um, who else? Who else we got? DJ Draper. DJ Drake. No, not, not him, not him. <laughs> High tech. So you're on 14 now. You're on 14. I'm on 14. You're on 14. No, no, no. Apollo Brown is like 14, 15, maybe 13. Okay, so so where does Kanye, Just Blaze? You Bink? see, we haven't even gone. Oh my days, bruv. Where does we it, haven't even mentioned knots. We haven't mentioned knots, crisis. And ninth wonder. Ninth wonder, and that's where we're What are we doing? We're on 14. Now you know what, yeah? We we're not again? doing a good job start? of this. Now we're not doing a good job of this. We have to we have to do this. Let's do this at the end of the year. Okay. <laughs> Bro, imagine we didn't even say just Blaze. Right. 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 Huh? Come on. I mean, look, to be fair, I think I think I think I think I pushed on Marley Marl on you while while for you for you, for your te- you know, it's not the fifteen greatest uh, uh, producers of all time. But mm-hmm. I think you could probably swap out Marley Marl for you because maybe just because of our age, but also impact of other producers like Ninth Wonder on your on your I guess your upbringing in hip hop. Yeah. But know? I think with Marley Marl, a lot of the guys who I love wouldn't be who they are without him. 100%. No, 100%. He he was absolutely one of the See, innovators, just like um, Kumo D, just like, right. um, you know, um, um, Grandmaster Kaz. All of those people are are very much, you know. 100%. Bro, easy Moby. Come on. Talk to me. Talk to me. Does Puffy, does Puffy get into your top 20? Nope. Or, or nope. Why? 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 Nah. Why? Because nah. he, he had people producing for him. No, I think Puffy as an executive producer. Yeah. Listen, I could never. Oh, I'm going with my old school slang. I say I Go. can't brush him. I can't brush <laughs> Puffy, right? Because <laughs> Ready to Die is one of my favorite albums. Yeah. And it was my favorite rap album for a long time. Right. He was very integral in that. Yeah. He's been very integral yeah, yeah, with yeah, Mary yeah, J. Yeah, Blige yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Joe Desi yeah. and you know, rest in peace, Black Rob, like Craig Mack, you know. Puff, yeah, Puffy's important. Yeah, whether you like him or not, he's important. Can I can I ask you a question? Where does DJ Muggs lie in your? See, this is what I'm saying. I need time. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do some homework, right? <laughs> I'm going to I'm 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 going to I'm going to be heading off to Jamaica. Yes. I 
I'm going to put together a list right. of my top 50 wow. hip-hop producers wow. for the end of the year show. Okay. We don't have to break down each of them. I'm just going to read it and I'm going to put it in order. Okay. Interesting. You not, no, I'll tell you what I'll do. Go my on. top 25... And then I'll do 25 underrated producers because in my I, mind, th- yeah, I, think, I have to compartmentalize. I think you might have to do it that way because the reason why I say that is because when it comes to top 15, top 20 producers, MCs, etc., most of the time, they've, they're the same ones you'll see on the internet. Yes. Because there's this thing of, well, we have to say that, we have to say that, we can't say that. So when we're talking about MCs, for example... You know, people who are younger generation won't put Rakim, but I will put Rakim in my top 10 because I understand his influence and what he was able to do. Right? For sure. Um, but I think underrated or or putting themes to it, best West Coast producers. Mm-hmm. You know, Quick, we've talked about Quick a lot on this podcast. We've talked about Battlecat a lot on this Man podcast. Man like Superfly. Superfly, for example. I'm so glad that he's produced on the new Snoop Dogg album too, which is imp- Bro, important. We've got to talk about that offline. Okay, I haven't heard it. The, you know, the album is serious. You've got to understand. I've, I don't. I, I don't know how I'm going to do any of those end of year lists that we usually. I'm not, do cause I, I'm not listening. I'm not doing to, it because I'm not listening to to much. Um, I've I'm been busy. Be with you. I don't want to. I, I don't. Wanna, it's too much. It's too much. I've been busy. I we can let the other podcast do that. They can. Yeah, they I can't. Can do I can't do it, bro. Um, I can't do it. No, we'll just revel in our in our success of the year. But I will say this, man. Apollo Brown is firmly high on my list he, he will he'll definitely be in your top 20 100 yeah wherever he he lives he'll definitely be in your top 20 simply because it's very just just imagine he's in your top 20 that is that is a that's a very scarce list mm-hmm. you're you're he's up alongside the likes of mugs he's up alongside the likes wonder. Of you know Ninth how i wonder. feel about Ninth. i mean come on i know i know i know i know i know so yeah apollo brown man like i i think i, I i'll say this to close Apollo Brown, an Apollo Brown album does three things. It can either put you on the map. Mm -hmm. One, it can put you back in the conversation or it can put you in the history books. Yeah. Three things. You know, Book Brown, you know, she, she wasn't necessarily the biggest name. I feel like he put her in the conversation of best female MCs. When OC came out with trophies, you know, OC's discography is nothing to play with. But I consider Trophies to be in his top three albums. It's Trophies, Word Life and Jewels. And he released Trophies, what, 15, 20 years after his debut? Are you nuts? I mean, you know how I feel about OC. I really want them to do another one. I'm sure they will. Um, OC, shout out to OC. Um, yeah. Shout out to OC, man. He, um, we didn't even mention Ugly Heroes. Oh. We didn't. And then you got the Apollo Brown remixes. All right. All right. You lot play around, yeah, innit? You lot play around, innit? <laughs> it's my dream, though. Before I bow out the game, you... I want to do an Apollo Brown tune. I want I want to rhyme over an Apollo Brown I'll beat. get you one. Yeah, I want one. I'll just download it from the internet, bro. I want one. No, no, we're not doing that. He don't even release, like, the album instrumentals too often either. No, he doesn't need to. Because he, he, the thing about I love about Apollo Brown, maybe I was trying to say this earlier, but didn't really say it eloquently enough he values his craft too much to throw it away mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and that's someone with experience that's someone who understands that's someone you know just think about what the what detroit has done for hip-hop 
right, for the whole culture. And he's in that conversation. That is he's not an easy thing to do at all. Bro, it's been 12 years of bangers. Like Apollo Brown, I would say, has produced, and this is a an estimate, maybe four or five classic albums. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the left is a classic album. The Gas Mask is a classic. Yeah. Trophies, trophies, as God intended, is a good. It's gonna watch, watch. I think because as God intended, in the next few years, we'll be in that discussion. Correct. Like, yo, let's revisit this. Correct, correct. And I think you, I think you've put it. I'm not going to repeat it because you said it eloquently earlier, which is people will really take take you seriously once you've done an Apollo Brown album because yeah. he just knows. And I and I think he's a credit to the culture. And long may he, long may he create work with some of our yeah. favorites man because i got one question to ask you before we roll out go on your dream album produced by apollo brown who would it be jay-z with? jay-z no i'm joking i'm fucking with you you know who i'd really do you know now on genuinely do you know who, now that you've said it i said jehovah is, is, is being facetious royce the five nine yeah i want to hear royce the five nine at his you know no no take it back I want two people. Give me two. Okay, take two. Black Thought and Royce the Five Nine. Bump yeah, you're them. moving mad. You're moving mad. A Black Thought Apollo Brown album. Are you? No, 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 no. A Black Thought Royce the Five Nine and Apollo Brown all on the same. Oh, so you want to end the world? Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm here. I'm. Okay. I'm Thanos. I don't I've never watched Avengers, but I know who he is. I'm Thanos, okay. and I want everyone to die. Yeah. I want. That's I, the end of human existence. I want Black Thought. And Royce the Five Nine at their level right now, where they are at. Not to say they were never at that level, but mm-hmm. right now they are floating. They are actually levitating into space, coming back down and going back up again for air in space. By the way, they're going mm-hmm. for air in space. That's how good they are, right? They are godlike MCs. I want them to do something with Apollo Brown because I think one, it will challenge. Not that he needs a challenge, but I think for one, it will challenge Apollo Brown in terms of he's got to think about Black Thought and his cadence and how he rhymes and Royce the Five Nine. Because if we're talking about it from a, from an analytical perspective, not just like, yo, MC, two different voices. So you've got to think mm-hmm. about how they cut through the tracks, mm-hmm. right? So from an engineering point of view, they sound very Mid-range, different. the mid-range. Right, right, right. The mid-range <laughs> and that mid-range and that mastering and that mixing and mastering and that. But you've got to think about they both sound different in terms of their voice. They both rap at... In, 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 and not different speeds, but they both rap differently, right? So you've got to think about that. So when you're crafting beats for those two, you can't just make anything. You've got to think about who they are, what they represent, yeah. because they're both going to come with some conscious stuff, but Royce is going to come with some ignorant, like, and he's going to hit with some wordplay. And, and, but, but Black Thought is like, he's going to come with that tight, tight flow. Just, it's like you've got to hit, you've got to create something for him that fits that bar structure that he puts together. That's a challenge. Yeah. I like that That's challenge. A good one. That's a good one. I would go for, I know a lot of people say Elzai. Yeah. But Elzai's done albums with like Black Milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, predominantly Black Milk yeah. and he's done Crisis. I'd love to hear Big Crit and Apollo <sighs> Brown together Oof. just because of Crit's Southern, the Southern yeah. twang. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I haven't heard a, it would be like Detroit meets the Dungeon Family. Do you know what? I like that. I mean, do you know what? And I'm, I would I'm, love to hear Now that. that you said that and it's a Dungeon Family, do you know who I really, really like that people may not care? But I want to hear some 2 chains in Apollo Brown, you know? 
Well, two chains is doing a, an album with Static Selector. That's so still he's happening. Not, that he's not, yeah, he's he's not far removed. Like two chains did a song with Ninth Wonder called Threat to Society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought the whole album. Yeah, 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 yeah. For the yeah. one song, bro. Listen, let me tell you something. I like two chains, man. Yeah, two chains. I like two chains. Right. I like two chains. Right. But yeah, like, right. but if we're going, if we're going left field, left field. And thinking about challenges, because I always like to see how we can elevate. Bro, I wouldn't mind seeing, not that he may not do it, or people may see this in left field, but Young Thug and Apollo Brown. Make that it would happen. be interesting. I don't know how that would work. But that's the, that, but that's the, that's, that is the challenge, right? Now, his melodies, how he raps mm. and all of that, because it can't be a straight hip-hop album, but Apollo Brown has it. He has the chamber. He can do R&B. He can do slow stuff. And he could do the drums. I'd like to see that. Yeah. I've got one concept album if he's listening. Go on. I'd love to hear like more posse cuts. Ooh. From Apollo. You know, like shout out to Big Ghost. I know, I know you you, you talk to him. Yeah, Big but Ghost. Shout um, out to Big Ghost. Shout out to Big Ghost. Car- 100%. Carpe Noctem. Yeah. It's an album of posse cuts. And what I've noticed what Big Ghost does is that at the end of all the albums he produces, it always ends with a posse cut. Every single one. I would love to hear more Apollo Brown posse cuts. Fair point. Listen, shout out to Big Ghost, man. Big support, yeah, man. Yeah, no, definitely. My, my, honestly, so much love for that guy because he has... Big he Ghost, has... I think, you know, when my life is all said and done, he will be in the conversation too. But for me, I, I think he's legendary, man. I told him straight up. I said, you're a legend, bro. And he's just like, nah, there's that. And he's a very humble guy, but he's been super supportive of us. Um, and I would love to do... He knows this anyway, but I'd love to do a series on one of his projects. I mean, he'd have to show his face first. Then nah, we can talk he, about he, it. He, he ain't doing that. He ain't doing that. But. Crime Apple over Apollo Brown would be great too. Ooh, crime Apple would be. Bring yeah. some of that Spanish flavor to yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good. That's a good shout. Yeah, that's man. But shout. this Apollo Brown and Stally, like Stally on Mellow Music Group, it took me by surprise. Whoever decided to put Apollo Brown and Stally together, yeah. you are a genius. They sound so good together, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Stanley, he's he's um, he's been he's been dope for for a long time. Ever since I've and he's been on both MMGs. <laughs> yes, he's the first one. That's tr- that's a great fact. That's an actual factual fact. Yeah, bro. That's an actual fact. Stanley and Apollo, are you mad, <laughs> bro? I'm gonna be real. The last Stanley album I bought was Ohio, and okay. I enjoyed it. Something inside me said he wasn't necessarily a good fit for MMG just because of his style and his subject matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this MMG here, this is different. Yeah, no, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. I, I know. I think. I think. I think the move to get him to Maybach Music Group, I think it was an interesting one. I it just, it, I can see why they signed him because of how good he was, how he could rap, and I think they were just trying to form. They were just trying to form a, a label, right, with Meek, Wale. Pill, pill pill at the time pill at the time start stally i could see what they were doing because yeah. you know you got you got blog error pill stally mm. blog error and i noticed that what ross was doing he was signing artists who were established in some way or fresh had some kind of who came with an audience i would say so wale came with an audience and made his audience bigger i think stally did the same thing but he just didn't he just didn't it wasn't a snug fit you know, Meek Mill was perfect for the label and still is. It's like football. Sometimes you sign a player and it's just not the right fit. He goes yeah, to the club. Yeah, no different to wrestling. It's yeah. like, you know, you got Aldo Montoya in the WWE, you know, wearing a yellow mask. And then he goes to ECW, shaves his head and becomes just incredible. Perfect fit. There you go. That's that's how it is. But no, man, shout out to Apollo I want to hear Little Brother over an Apollo Brown beat as well. 
so should we should, should you want me to message you want to you want to you want to make that call fonte <laughs> would go nuts yo you know let me tell you something in it i shouldn't do this in it but i'm gonna do it in it what's that tell fonte to stop ducking us bro no 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 don't say that nah bro don't say that tell him to stop ducking us bro nah, don't do that fonte will come <laughs> and i'm telling you i'm putting this out in the atmosphere in it fonte if you come on breaking atoms it will be the goat interview now nah, he's ducking us in it why is he ducking us bro you know, you know why, ain't it? Because he knows who I am. Yeah, he's I, like, I'm not ready for this guy. Yet. They, they know who you are. It's like when yeah, Crisis. It's guy. like when Crisis went. Yeah, and he was bugged out when he knew who you were. He felt, oh, it's bro. you, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that's on my phone, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's your, it's your text message, isn't it? It's your text message, bruv. Crisis knows who I am. Yeah, man. Um, like, yeah, man. People can't talk to me, man. Sh- keep your likes and your little follows, and that like, Crisis knows who I am. Sh- Shut <laughs> up. Should I, uh, should I keep goading Fonte though? No, don't do that. He's, this is about Apollo Brown. We're sorry, giving sorry, Apollo sorry, Brown sorry, his sorry, flowers, sorry, his sorry, tulips, sorry, sorry. his orchids. So this is the this is the the podcast equivalent of the Apollo Brown appreciation thread on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Got it. That's what it is, bro. Apollo Brown is a legend, yeah, he a is, living he is, legend, he is, he is, he is. and I am not going to wait for that man to die to tell him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah, love yeah. that yeah. man. Shout out to Apollo Brown. No, honestly, this has been fun, though, man. Bruv, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna share my Apollo Brown um, playlist with you, sequenced to perfection. Is that right? I'm gonna share you. What? I'm, I'm gonna share with you a dancehall playlist I've had to be commissioned to do. That is perfection. Yeah, yeah. Send that to me. Send that to me. <laughs> I can play that by the. I can. I can play that by the pool in Jamaica. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as always, you can follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Break the Atoms. Chris's handle is at I Am Kinetic. Minds is at Hip Hop Chronicle. We appreciate you for always listening. This is a slight detour from our regular scheduled program, but fun nonetheless. Apollo Brown is a legend. We appreciate you. We love you. You're welcome back on the show anytime. You will hear this, so we love you, bro. Um, and yeah. thank you for for giving us your time last year, man. So we'll be back with another episode next week. But until then, peace. Peace. Peace.